Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation, reconciling men to God, their families, and society. Welcome to another edition of Put a Word on It, brought to you by Interstate AC. We thank them so much for their support. You know, most of the guys that I deal with and that we deal with in prison have had difficult backgrounds, childhoods, abuse, all kinds of trauma in their lives early on. But once in a while, you meet a young man who had it all. Wonderful, caring parents, wonderful student in school and a great athlete. And yet there was a twist and something went wrong that he had to learn from. I want you to meet Sean Gallman. He's an athlete from the word go. I know you're an athlete. I mean, has, has sports been a part of your life all the time? Sports has been a part of my life uh, ever since I can remember. I started playing sports when I was about uh, seven years old. That was when I was eligible to play. And uh, I just never forget that my, my parents told me, they said, you know, if you get all your chores done, you can play sports. And uh, I've been playing sports ever since. I had an older brother that played, so following his footsteps and uh, – I just enjoyed it. It just became a part of my life. I knew by the time I was 11 or 12, I knew I wanted to go to college and play sports. So, And you did go to college. I did play. go to college and Where? play sports. Uh, I kind of bounced around a little bit. I started off at Western Carolina playing on a football scholarship. And then uh, I went to University of South Carolina and played baseball and then transferred to Howard University to finish up my baseball career. Wow. So be able to go to those schools, you had to be a good student too, didn't you? I did. I did. I, I excelled in school. I graduated high school and college with honors. So, uh, yeah, my parents stressed the books. I, I, you know, I have a funny story to tell that one time I was uh, in the sixth grade and, and I love playing sports. My dad said, if you bring a seat home, you won't be able to play basketball. And I tested that theory. He pulled me off the team. So ever since then, I never had a problem with grades anymore. So I made sure I got my schoolwork just so I could, I could play sports. Yeah, obviously you had a good family. You still had both parents. You both had parents. a brother and a sister on either side of you and such in Correct. a good way. I can't even look at you and think you got into any trouble. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. I was, uh, you know, I was kind of the, the wild one growing up, but sports kept me grounded. And, you know, I remember my brother said, he told me one time, said, now, you know, if you want to play sports, you're going to have to choose the right crowd. And that kind of changed my perspective. I said, okay, I don't want anything to deter me from playing sports. So if I got to excel in school, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to excel in school. And, uh, you know, it was just always something I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to go to college and play sports and, and excel um, at that. And um, I had the opportunity to do that. And, you know, I didn't necessarily get into trouble. I, I can tell you I got – I don't necessarily got derailed. I got refocused when I was in college. I, you know, I achieved my my dream of getting a college scholarship, and then you know my freshman year playing football at Western Carolina, you know, I had kidney failure and almost died. And you know, I woke up and they say, "Hey, man, you should be either dead or, or in a coma. There's no way you should be playing." And it just kind of, you know, refocused me a little bit. Um, you know, I grew up in in a strong, you know, Christian home and just refocused my faith and, and just really just you know said, "Okay, God, what now?" You know, they told me I never play sports again. And, you know, I was able to say, no, I'm coming back. I'm going to play baseball. So, you know, I had a kidney transplant, you know, changed sports, went to uh, went to baseball. So I was able to uh, do both wow. in college, yeah. With a kidney transplant, obviously you can't play football I at couldn't all play anymore. football, correct. Oh. Yeah. 
tell me about your life though. Then you you got into some trouble, didn't you? Well, when later on in life, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I'm trying to figure out because I love this guy I'm talking to yeah. and all these right things and all these good grades. And then I'm saying, wait a minute, what happens? Well, later on in life, you know, I, I after I finished college, um, I went to work for you know corporate America. Went on and finished them, got several degrees. And after I left corporate America, I went and branched out and started working on my own and, and from a business perspective. And, you know, started doing taxes and went to serve some federal time for for, for uh, tax fraud. You did? I did. I did. Served five years for uh, tax fraud. Why? How in the world? You're smarter than that. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you think you can be doing things right. It's not like you set out and say, hey, man, let me go out and do this. And But, you know, it's one of those things that after you got so far going, realize, oh, you know, that wasn't necessarily the right way to do things. And, and you realize that, hey, there comes you know, uh, accountability. So, you know, you stand up and say, Hey, you know, I take accountability for what I did and, and the consequences come along with it. But, you know, one of the interesting things about that, those experiences, you know, I call it two, two, two experiences in my life from having the near death experience and also going through this experience with prison. One of the things that I really, really, that just resonated with me that God is so faithful and that, in spite of our wrongs, thank God for the grace and understanding that, you know, yeah, things do happen in life. We do have valleys in life, but as long as we continue to keep our eyes on the father, that there's nothing that he can't bring us out of and, and turn it around for our good. And that's one of the things that I really learned that, okay, yeah, I may have made a mistake, but in this, what did I learn? How do I become better in, in becoming better than now? How do I exude that? How do I begin to help others to say, you know what? that a setback doesn't have to mean the end of your life, that Christ is also faithful. And so it really just refocused me um, because like I said, I've always had a, a relationship. It wasn't that I, you know, you know, went, had a, um, you know, just forgot Christ, you know, just, just turned away. It just, I realized that our relationship is a journey and we're always continue to evolve. And even though the Valley happened, I'm just reminded of Romans 8:28 that all things work together for uh for uh for them that love God and, that, and to those who call the Holy purpose all things are working together for the good. So even in that that experience led me to Minnesota, that experience led me to Tennessee. So all the things that I continue to look at the positive that it continued to grow and to develop, it just continues to refine me and part of my story, part of my experience that so I can now go out and help others. And so now look back over my life like wow, you know, I came from you know, honors came from, you know, good home, parents together, siblings or everyone is still living and, you know, excelling in sports and college, you know, you know what happened. And and one of the things that I can say is that I, if I had to say mentorship is that uh, I really understand the value of mentorship as far as in every area of your life. Um, that was one of the areas that I didn't quite have in business when I was from the, from the standpoint of mentorship. And and understanding now just the value of mentorship is one of the reasons why now as I'm looking at this, you know, this journey with men of valor and just being drawn to here is is what they offer all around. But just from a mentorship standpoint, being able to pour in others. And I and I see a lot of things that I may have, you know, my experience that I may have uh, missed. It has really given me the opportunity to say, you know what, that even though that's not the end, well, here's things that can help someone else. Here's something that say you don't have to make them stay mistakes. You know, here's how you begin to center your life and really keep Christ at the focus and, and 
you know, regardless of what hiccup you may have, that is never the end because whether my hiccup may have been prison, where somebody else's hiccup may have been an addiction, where someone else's hiccup may have been a divorce, God is faithful and sees you through and brings you out better on the other side. And, you know, Rudy, I tell you, man, you know, one of the greatest stories for me is Jonah. And I look at that when you're in the belly of the well or whatever situation in your life, being able to look to the holy hill and still look at the father and knowing that he's going to deliver you, bring you out and you're going to come out better. And, uh, you know, I look at my life like that, you know, it's just all these different things have really helped me evolve into the man I am today. You know, it's, it's sometimes you think just because you turn 21, you're an adult, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, I kind of, you know, disagree. Sometimes life experiences help grow you up a little bit and, uh, really help you focus you and, and, um, you know, really allow you to see the things that are important and really begin to grow and further develop. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Though. For the sake of people that watch and say, how can a guy have a hiccup when he's had so many good things uh -huh. in his life? Was the hiccup pride? Was the hiccup all of a sudden a, a desire for wealth? What causes someone to make that kind of a mistake, probably knowing you're making it to some degree? You know, I think one of the biggest things is the hiccup. You get so focused on success and what the world deems success. And we go. deem success as financial gain and a successful business money. So you're not, your business is not being successful until you are showing great prosperity and, and wealth. And so when you get that focus, sometimes you get, you start straying the line as far as with business and things like that to say, Hey, you know, just push through. And that becomes like a hiccup because when you're doing that and you don't have you know, surround yourself with good mentorships that's around you to kind of say, hey, you know what, you're going veering a little bit too far to the left, you're veering a little too far to the right. Then you find yourself, hey, all of a sudden looking at these obstacles and these valleys to say, hey, how did I get here? But yes, you're right. When you start looking back, there is a little trail that's saying, hey, you know, you're going down, you're, you're, you know, you're pushing this way, but that's not necessarily the way to always go. But if you don't have, the, you know, the mentorship to kind of help guide yeah. you in that, it's easy to get on that slope. You and get that little bit of, I'll be all right. I know I'm pushing the edge yeah, of it, yeah, but I'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. How much time did you do? I did five years. And, you know, that's an interesting story on that. Um, I had an 11 year sentence and I went in and I kept saying that this will not be the end. You know, this, I would not have to serve. God is going to bring me out. And through you had to repent too. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you, that goes back to refocusing and saying, you know, Lord, it's, what will you have me to do that? I know that this is not my end. Lord, you know, begin to pour into me and to, and to speak to me and, and show me and direct my path. And in that prison, everything else, I didn't have the distractions. Yeah. You so it was everything. I can start all over. Yes. And it just became just a, a, pure focus on, on, on the word of God and just the relationship. And in that, he told me like, you know, I knew that I was going to leave and he's going to bring me out. And it's kind of like I said to Joan, I knew, okay, what were you having to do? Yeah. And I remember getting told like, no, you know, uh, you're not going to be released early. These things will happen. I said, nope, I already know what the father's told me. And I just rested in his love. I was just really surrounded by the love and grace of God. And then one day they said, Hey, you know what? Your time is up. There's this new program coming out. You know, you're, you know, you're, you're going home. So just, uh, is one of the prayers I asked just to get back to my kids and my family to be able to raise my kids. And, um, you know, he, he answered that. So it was not only just repenting, but just the, the focus 
of just the relationship with the father while you're there and this understanding the love of God and being can't able to just, share that with others. Can't you just look at it now and say, I, I almost needed that to make me deeper so that I can now relate to these men <laughs> that I'm working with through men of valor. It's just there's this whole purpose of God. Rudy, there. I, I just finished a conversation with someone before I came in. I said, you know, a lot of times people look at prison as bad. I said, but for me, I am such a changed person. Mm -hmm. The journey has just continued to evolve and expand that the relationship has just gotten deeper. I have become more aware of the oneness of who I am in the father, who he is in me. And you're, it's just a refreshness that it's just like being baptized all over. It's just like, you know, we think that sometimes once we're baptized one, that's it. But as you continue to evolve, it's just like, wow, it's so much more of the father is so much more that we can learn and grow and experience that is never ending. And it's just so refreshing. Oh, well, you know, the name of our program is put a word on it. Yes, absolutely. You got one for me? I do. Perseverance. And perseverance has kind of been my, my, my mantra in life that no matter what comes, it's just you keep persevering and always living in the end. And what I mean by that is calling those things that be not as though they were, mm -hmm. because knowing that all things work together for good to them that love God and who are called according to this person. Ah. So as long as we keep persevering, we're going to experience that in all these things that continue to re refine us and continue to grow us up. And just, we evolve into the men that God has called us to be. You know, the verse I think of is well, with that press on to the mark of the calling <laughs> of Christ Jesus. Absolutely. And if you're in any way, otherwise yes. minded, He'll jerk your chain. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He will remind you. Absolutely. Oh, man, you're so good for these men, Sean. Yeah, I'm, so I'm enjoying grateful. it. I'm enjoying it. God bless you, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I just love being around Sean. Isn't he magnetic in the way he talks? Perseverance. I can see it in him. Look what all he has done with his life in order to get to this point of making a difference. He's a mentor, and we need mentors, more of you. If you've got it in your heart, if it's just something inside of you that says, I want to give out to some of these guys and give them some hope, then we need you here. Just go to our website, and you can find the information. Thanks for joining us. Join us again next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movministry.com.